Welcome to Dice with Death, where anyone could die with a roll of the dice. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and today I'm going to be telling you a self-indulgent tale of how Dungeons and Dragons literally saved my life. Before we get into the episode, though, if you aren't subscribed to the Dice with Death podcast, I highly recommend you go and do that. Like, leave us a five-star review and tell every nerd friend or nerd foe about us. We're a bi-weekly performative Dungeons & Dragons podcast that follows the adventures of Ark, Zakiah and Titus as they explore the neo-high fantasy world of Parlay. Go check it out. I mean, you're already here, so you are checking it out, but tell more people to check it out. It'd be fun. So, how did I discover Dungeons & Dragons? Mainly through the media that I watched growing up, I'd say. South Park, Family Guy, American TV in general always portrayed nerds as like basement-dwelling goblins, you know. Um, something that you did with friends in the dark of night, um, away from parents, away from the, the satanic rule of D&D. Like it was always, it always been in my peripherals growing up. But I don't think it really clicked for me until I started gaming, you know, PC playstation xbox playing games like dragon quest 8 or any of the final fantasies you know these turn-based combat games these rpgs that let you fight in a party let you use magic and let you use ridiculous weapons to defeat your foes that's when it kind of clicked for me that okay i don't have to play something that's already made for me i can go out there and create my own thing podcasts like NADPOD and high quality visual production series like Dimension 20 on Dropout from the guys who made College Humor, they really informed me that actually D&D is so fun and you should give it a go, even if you're not someone who's going to start a podcast. I was listening to NADPOD for two years before I even had a decent insight check to pick up a set of dice and roll. And even then, I'd owned a copy of the Player's Handbook for a solid year before I even got the courage to open it. If you know the Player's Handbook, when you see that tome of a, a beast of a book, you look at it and you get a bit like, oh my God, there's so much to read and so much to go through. But it's the best thing I ever did, opening that book, reading the rules, and trying to make myself a character with no help whatsoever. Why did it take me such a long time to play? Honestly, even though I myself am a bona fide nerd, and much of my mates are bona fide nerds, I didn't think any of them even knew D&D existed. I don't know why I decided to do it, but maybe it was just nerd intuition or something, but I messaged my good friend Jamie Powis. You'll, um, you'll know him as the Ara Cochran bird person cleric arc from the podcast. We found a game at a tabletop RPG cafe in Birmingham, and along with our dear friend Yaz, oh, sweet, sweet Yaz, we went and played a game. On first glance, like if you walked into that room with me, Jamie, Yaz, and like 20 other people sat around the table, it was awful. Like it took us 45 minutes to do one round of combat. It was just, it was just so slow, and... I have every sympathy for Yaz, who accompanied myself and Jamie now, to that night to learn how to do some D&D. But wait, so how did D&D actually save your life? Let's rewind. 
I was living on my own in a one-bedroom flat, miles and miles away from all of my friends. If you've ever lived on your own for a long period of time, you'll know just how lonely it can get. It's meals for one, night after night, no one to share a Netflix show with, and only digital voices at the end of like multiplayer games to comfort you. I'd recently been made redundant from the best job I ever had, and was hopelessly single and about three stone heavier than I am now. So in my mind, at least, I had all the reasons to be sad and wallowing in self-pity. This is where it gets super deep now, so if you're of a nervous disposition, buckle up. And before I say what I'm going to say, Jamie, Amy and Adam have never heard me tell this story before, so this is new for everyone. A week before I'd messaged Jamie, I was in such a bad place mentally that I decided to attempt suicide. I survived and went on with my life as if nothing had happened. I spent a week wallowing again, but still arranged this game with Jamie. And on the day that we were due to meet up and play for the first time, I spent the morning staring at a box of ridiculously strong painkillers that in a high dose could kill me. Like, I'm not lying when I say I spent eight hours staring at this box of painkillers thinking it, it probably wouldn't take long, that the effects would kick in and I'd be out soon after. But there was this little voice in my head that kept saying, just go play the game. You haven't seen your mates in, like, ages. Go play. Have fun. And we'll reconvene on this whole not-wanting-to-be-alive thing later. That was the voice in my head. And I know it sounds cliche, but that was a real lightbulb moment for me. Come on. Drag yourself out of this pit, you twat, and just get up and sort your shit out. So I did. I got on the train. I went to this cafe and honestly had the best time of my life in forever. Like, don't get me wrong, waiting a, waiting 45 minutes for your turn in combat would make anyone want to top themselves, but I was having the best time, sat around this table, learning the mechanics, and watching the other players, what they were doing, and making jokes about people I'd never met before with good friends. It was, honestly, it was a blast. I came home that night, and... I felt like I actually had something to live for, which in retrospect is so sad, but I felt like me again. I chatted with Jamie over text a few more times, and we arranged to play again the following week, and we took it from there. I think we must, we must have done like 12 weeks in a row of turning up to this cafe and playing every single time, going to those sessions where, you know, they had a dedicated DM to teach us everything that we wanted to know how to make a character, how to live your character, how to play your character. It was, it was great. Am I okay now? Yes, I'm honestly great now. This, this happened two years ago. Um, I've been to that dark side where you don't feel emotions anymore. There's like a numbness that is all consuming and it starts in your subconscious, but bleeds out into real life. So can D&D help you? 100%. I dare any of you to sit around a table, make silly voices with your friends, 
attack goblins that are attacking your caravan and it not help your mental health or your psyche in any way, shape or form. Did my experience of suicide have any effect on the naming of the podcast? What a what an interesting question, Ollie. That's a that's a really astute question. The answer is yes. Um I think me and Jamie went through a few different variations of names that we wanted to call the podcast, but I'd had Dice with Death kind of on the back burner, or at least at my at least in my mind it was because I was afraid of bringing it to the table in case it felt too real for me. You know, dice with death. That's literally what I felt like I'd been through. But the name stuck. Mainly because it was available on Instagram. But honestly, it's a constant reminder to me that it wasn't just D&D that saved my life. It was my friends. Shout out to Jamie for sticking with it and producing this podcast with me. And of course, Yaz for bearing and grinning through all the smelly nerds that she was sat next to, rolling dice. Like, seriously, has has no one ever given a nerd a can of Lynx Africa in a Christmas gift set before? Like, spray up, lads. Come on. And of course, shout out to Amy and Adam, who by coming along on this little storytelling adventure of ours, have helped reinvigorate my love of life. Here's the important part. If you need help, there is help out there. In the UK, the Samaritans, the NHS, Mind, NSPA, all these organisations are there to help you when you need it. For the rest of the world, Google your country's organisations that are there to help you when you need it. And above all else, talk to your friends and family if it's safe to do so. My friends, and D&D to some degree, saved my life. So please seek help when you need it. Thanks for listening to this episode. It's not always easy to listen to someone talk about their experiences, but in the case of your friends or family, you must always listen. Like, really listen. And ask the question, are you okay, more than once. Double and triple check because you might just be helping someone without even realising it, like my friends did. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and may you always crit on your death saves, or get the help action from your friends. Bye, guys. <laughs>